0: Thanks for tuning in to Off the Wall. I'm your host, Joshua Wall, and joining me on today's episode is Joan Minery from Joan Minery Enterprises. Joan,
1: Woo-hoo! thank you so much for
0: being here today.
1: Hey, how you doing? Nice to see you.
0: It's so great to see you. I wish we could be together in person, but for now, this will have to do.
1: Yeah, well, there's a big virtual a hug. A virtual hug. If I go this way, because your hair is big, so we'll go this way.
0: I love it. I needed that more than you'll <laughs> ever know. So, Joan, first things first. Who's
1: Joan? Who is Joan? Well, um, I just turned 55, so Freedom 55. Uh, I'm a Bradford resident uh, most of my life. I actually live in the exact same house that I was born in up on Martin Ave., Um, I am the daughter of Bill and Elsie Minnery, um, English immigrants uh, from Liverpool, both uh, World War II veterans. I'm the uh, younger sister, because I'm the baby, of uh, John, Anne, and Bob Minnery. Uh, went to St. Pius when I was younger, North Park graduate, Mohawk College graduate, Brock University graduate. And um, now I am the proud mother, uh, although he's going to be 29 soon of uh, my, can you believe that, Josh? (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm the proud mother of my son, um, William uh, B.J. Minnery, and the girlfriend of Keith Curley. And I am the teacher of uh, hundreds upon hundreds of dancers and singers here in Brantford uh, through uh, various organizations that uh, I head up. And yeah, music teacher, uh, Brantford resident and uh, complete Elvis knot, Okay, it's kind of me in a in a little bit of a condensed version that
0: was that was wonderful Joan so when I think Joan Minery I immediately just music starts playing in my head I think about music. Has music always been just a, an instrumental part of your life?
1: Oh, good segue. Well, <laughs> we're from Liverpool. So yes. Hey, uh, grew up on the Beatles and uh, Charlie Pride and, and Elvis and a lot of country music. Um, I discovered Elvis when I was six years old, actually on the Commander Tom show, which was to be on four o'clock and they used to have Elvis week. So I discovered Elvis. The actor and uh in all the movies and uh and then Elvis just became just you know everything to me and I was six and but again um our our family have always been musical uh anybody who is from England normally sings a lot um especially if you're from uh Liverpool and my my dad uh and mom were were both in uh World War II, they were both uh, my mom was a red and my dad was a sailor so they sang and uh and they danced very well and um my, uh, my brother John uh, was a, a pianist, um, did not sing, but uh, he was a, a great musician. And my sister Anne and Bob are both musicians. And um, we just, we, we grew up in music. So it's, it's always been with us, whether we've been dancing or singing. So it's just kind of combined. It's just a, it's definitely a family uh, history of, uh, of music and really, really bad um, corny jokes.
0: I, I expect a couple of corny jokes somewhere in this uh, episode then. <clears throat> okay, I want to hone in. So to me, again, I think Joe Minery, I think music. Um, but you, as long as I have known you, have always been an entrepreneur. Um, mm-hmm. You are always somebody who is involved in so many different things in our community. And I want to do a deep dive here. So we're talking about, you know, student, Joan, you know, all those years ago. Um, did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up, before you grew up?
1: well i started out i wanted to be a doctor um that was i was going into med school um right up until grade 11. uh, and then what um chemistry chemistry um and i realized that my marks and my just my comprehension of the courses that i needed to have to get into mac i just was not there my brain just did not work that way um and i i was a great student and had great marks but when i started having to do what was compulsory to get into med school um that just kind it's not that the dream died it just it went somewhere else and um i've always sang and i've always danced but that was just that was just a part of me it wasn't anything i wanted to do as a career um i certainly when i was younger i expected to be a movie star but i think we all did um, and then I just kind of, uh, as I, you know, started applying to uh, university and, and uh, applying to college, and I just decided to uh, to go into early childhood. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of, I just went off on a different tangent that I, I knew I wanted to teach. Um, because I, I started teaching really, I started teaching young at 16. Um, I was just teaching various courses. I was taking a babysitting course. I was teaching swimming lessons. And and a couple of dance classes. So yeah, just got to, So I was going to be Dr. Minery, and I turned into uh, being a teacher and I've, I've taught anything and everything since I was 16. So I'm now 55. So it's, uh, it's been a long time teaching. Um, and you name it. I've, I've probably taught it well, somewhere, somewhere.
0: We're, we're going to name it. I'm going to ask you the name of it. this episode is all about Joan. So Good. how do we okay. go? How do we go from there yes. to here?
1: To where we are today.
0: Yes. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, um, I, I I went to Mohawk. Um, I was in the ECE program. Uh, graduated from there. Um, went right into working at the W. Ross me uh, McDougall W. Ross McDougal. School for the Blind. Um, and uh, was working in the classroom as a, as a teacher's aide. Um, and then lo and behold, I just happened to decide this is this is the true story of how this all happened i decided i was going on an african safari and within the travel brochure that i had there was an ad- advertisement for junior good times um it was just a it was out of regent holidays and my sister said to me why don't you apply to work there and i was working at the, at the, at the blind school um and uh but I, I just i needed more i just i i, I have always wanted more and so, and she said, why don't you just apply there? Honest to gosh, Josh, I had the job nine days later and I took off. I went to the Dominican Republic and um, lived there for two years, met my, uh, met my husband, which is BJ's dad. And, um, I, and again, but I, I taught, I taught kindergarten down there. And, um, and so I, and, uh, and taught art and I can't draw, but uh, we did it anyway. And um, taught aerobics on the beach. Didn't matter. I just I, I could find whatever it was uh, that I was doing. I, I sold jewelry, and um, uh, we, we got we got married. Um, had a you know beautiful Caribbean wedding, and um, BJ BJ came very quickly, um, and uh, then came back home, um, it, and then you know started uh, doing stuff here. Um, turning. Keep point going, for- Joan. Yeah, keep, yeah, going. I keep going. Yeah. Oh, okay. Turning point for me, uh, really, was when uh, when my brother passed away. Uh, my brother John died in uh, December twelfth of nineteen ninety two, and um, all of us were just so devastated because it, it was as if uh, a cannon had been shot through our family. And uh, my brother uh, started writing music. My sister started recording. She was in Europe, um, and I started dancing. Um, because we, we all needed t- some sort of um, way to, to to you know deal with our grief, and I discovered line dancing, and uh, walked into Danny's Ho Ho, and on yeah, true story. Uh, three months later, I was teaching the class, so because uh, that's just what I do, I teach, and uh, that's when the Grace Liners were born. Okay? Um, and then um, you know we stood, and Elvis became. A not just a big part of my, my my life. He became all of my life. So yeah, we uh, Grace Liners toured. Uh, we toured all over the, the states and uh, and Canada. Of course, you know BJ was growing up and and uh, touring with us, and then um, came back home and um, left the Graceliners and uh, started at Memphis Motion, which is where I met you, and um, then uh, and and I went back to my roots. Okay. Obviously, I need to do my roots, but but we <laughs> went back to went back to my roots, which was singing because I had been dancing for so many years, and uh, it's like so okay. Well, the Gracelanders was about dance and about saluting Elvis that way, and then Memphis Motion was about singing Elvis songs and not dressing up as Elvis anymore, just being me and bringing some friends in to uh, to sing, and that's really where my big um, i say my big splash in brantford um really started happening because um i know everyone knew me with the graceliners but i was part of a group whereas memphis motion i was the i was the lead singer and i don't think a lot of people had heard me sing not you know probably not since high school and um and that's so that's where i you know started getting you know well known and uh and we started doing shows and and we start and we produced the brantford elvis fest which was immensely successful um you know one of the well it was the second biggest elvis fest uh in canada and and award-winning and we're very very proud of that and uh bj was getting older and he started taking music lessons and uh jamie mcdonald was the um i, I know you know jamie um Jimmy mcdonald was the vocal music teacher and she put in her um resignation I just happened again just happened to be sitting in the chair when she, when she handed it in it was all good she, she was leaving for good reason she was going uh, to teacher's college and um i had the job 10 minutes later so that's where i started teaching that was at the ontario conservatory of music and um and so like memphis motion was like so popular and so strong and elvis fest had already been established and um, yeah, I just started teaching. I was just, I, I had already been teaching the, the, the girls and a f- couple of the guys that I was working with and I was teaching like Elvis lessons as well. So it wasn't anything that I, that I hadn't done. And, and I certainly had the credentials uh, for sure. And um, yeah, and I, but it wasn't supposed to be, uh, it was supposed to be like a hobby and it's become my absolute part, not just my part-time job, but it is my, my the job and uh yeah started uh that was in 2001 i've actually just celebrated my 20th anniversary um just a, a couple of weeks ago so i've been teaching uh, vocal music now for for uh, 20 years and i am um, that kind of seg segwayed into i think is segwayed word um the right word uh, yeah what's well, a new word just a segwayed i segwayed into um teaching theater and uh, again you know just you know just I think, I, I'm always looking for, for new ventures and I, I love teaching I, and I, I love teaching anything. Um, it's just, I don't know, maybe it's cause I, I, you know, I like to be in charge, but I, I'm, I, I like what I do and my, my students flourish and I, I know the contacts I have with them um, because they're still, you know, they invite me to their weddings now and, and you know, I meet, I meet their children um, so, like, like, I know, like, we've done a good job, and, um, lo and behold, my students started uh, winning awards, and I was like, wow. Now, mind you, there's a, I've been blessed with some great voices as well, so it's like, yeah, I, I have to take a little bit of the credit, like, just a little bit, but, like, mostly it's because there's, some, there, I've had some great, great students, and, um, Yeah. And then we, you know, then from there, we started the Brantford idol, which, you know, you, you, you helped with sound for that, uh, for a couple of, uh, co- I, I think thing, a couple of, uh, competitions and, um, yeah, so there's, and it just goes on and on. I could go talk for hours and what, what I've done. We're going to, so, yeah. we're going to go on so and on. <laughs> yeah. and, so you uh,
0: mentioned, you mentioned you like to start ventures. And I think that in your words, that uh, this is a perfect segue into Joan Minery Enterprises. Allow me to, from my outsider's opinion, I, I said earlier in the show, uh, I think June. Uh, sorry, I think Joan, I think music, I think events, I think community, I think you're an author, You're a public figure. You're somebody who's involved in so many different things. And, you know, again, your students, uh, how many awards have they won? How much is going on? Talk about Joan Minery Enterprises. Uh, If you if I had to ask you, you know, we, we bumped into each other and I hadn't seen you in a long time. And I said, hey, what's Joan Minery Enterprises? What's your elevator pitch? And then we'll unpack it as we go.
1: Okay, well, Joan Minor Enterprises is my is my private business, uh, or you know, or my self entrepreneurship. Um, the tagline is motivation, movement, and music. It's it's a three M's. It's what I do. So the motivation is for my motivational speaking and my the the books that I have written. Um, Walking My Way Back to Me, which is my autobiography, um, Echoes of the Ripple, which is the biography of many folks that I have met along the way who have been inspired or fit-inspired by my story or by me. So it's it's their stories. And then I'm, I'm currently working on Um, Timothy the tree which is a a new children's online series as well. So that's the motivation and um, I love 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 doing motivational speaking. I've been very successful at it. I've, um, I've made a fantastic career. Now, obviously with COVID, we haven't been able to do a lot of that, but let's just pretend that it doesn't exist because I I have to go with the last 10 years of my life. It's been a a huge part of of what I do. And, you know, speaking for not just weight loss groups and not just women's groups, like you name it, I've uh, I've probably been in front of the audience. And my whole thing is just, you know, get them interacted and, and interactive and and have some fun and did lots of comedy and just talk about you know the the wonderment of I am or you are so that's the movement uh, motivation movement is dance and Zumba so uh, still teaching line dancing after many, many, many years actually many, many decades. Um, But yeah and um, I uh, currently working at dance etc, which is a brand new dance studio which is on top of the Rossini Lodge um okay on uh, on gray street and uh, it's a fantastic place and um again when covid is not there i teach uh, you know two mornings per week and uh one evening per night and uh and zumba which is when i'm not teaching line dancing i'm teaching zumba okay so that's the the movement and then obviously music is all about my music lessons which i teach back here um, my solo shows, uh, when I'm out in the community at, uh, you know, uh, you know, retirement homes or, you know, I, I might be performing for the Rotary Club or, uh, the Optimist Club or something like that. And, and, and I do, and again, prior to COVID, I, I did that, you know, almost every day and my band, which is civil S I V L E, which is What is that? Yeah. Yeah um and that's my band with my son uh my son bill um you know i still call him bj but and bill uh my brother bob big easy bob and uh, and dan taylor and um we're doing amazingly well and we started writing original music and wow see and because i'm an elvis fan and and and, and an elvis artist and you know grown up with the beatles we've always done cover tunes like we never even thought of it wasn't that we ever thought about writing original music like bj does or bill does and always has like like his his slick has always been you know original music especially with brad and um but so civil started writing original music and we wrote an, like an incredible tune called whatever it takes and it took off uh, on the indie charts, and uh, we won a couple of awards, and nominated for, you know, lots of things. Um, wrote a great tune in 2020 called "Throw Down Those Stones," which we thought was going to be our push-through song, and it was going to be the one that get on the radio. COVID hit; we didn't get a chance to, um, you know, to capitalize on it, but we will. And then um, I approached my students, whose all of their shows have been taken away. And I said, listen, we've got to keep motivated. We've got to do something. So how about you and I, so you individually and I work together and let's all write our own original songs, which we did. So 16 of my students and I throughout 2020, wrote all original songs we released it on december the 12th 2020 and that album is playing all over europe and doing extremely well uh, also in the states and it's basically and the name of it is sing at brantford 2020 compilation album and i'm really proud because i've got one of my students is six years old and she's she's on the radio you know in uh, in scotland and uh, yeah, so we're having fun and um, doing lots. Uh, you know, I've been very in- inspired um, from COVID because I, I think positive all the time, and I always try to think out of the box. And we can, you know, we can get down and down and down. What you know, I see some people doing, I was like, well, we got to use this time because it's not going to be like this forever, and we can either get stalemated or we can get invigorated. And so that's what we did. And so I have released six songs already that I wrote this year. Uh, it's already on Spotify and iTunes and, uh, oh, you know, Amazon music and all that. i have already just released another album, um, 10 days ago, and I'm gonna do more. So, but 55, it was like, why not? Hey, you know, it's like, you know, you can, you can get built in with the bricks and you can get down about what's happening or you can get up and that's what i'm all about. You know, it's like my model used to be put down the fork and get moving. Now it's just get up. Okay? You know, like, you know, just you know, you are you are responsible for the energy you bring into your own space. And you and i've talked about this before, Josh. And okay? so if your own space is just filled with negative energy and 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 you're just and you're like see how I'm just becoming like you know just a little little or you can become the whole space. Okay? But you are you're responsible for whatever you bring into your space so you wake up every morning going i am positive and i am great and i am wonderful and i am pretty um you know and i am healthy then that's what that's what you're going to bring into preach space.
0: joan preach
1: yes, yes. well it's so much preaching it's teaching right? but that's teach that's joan teach um, yeah. It is like we we've got to. uh, That's 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 what I'm all about. This what my 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 my, uh, motivational shows are about. That's what I'm gonna ask you
0: about it. I love it, Joan. I wanna. I've got so many questions. So I want to be fair. I want to be fair, and I wanna. Really help anybody in the audience uh, learn more about Joe Minery Enterprises. So let's do the M's again So we've got motivation movement and music yeah. and you went through them in order uh, I'm gonna ask you a question about each one of them and we're sure. gonna go backwards because we're talking about music now okay. So first um, we discussed it when we were talking about your history and how you got to where you are But music is such a big part of your life
1: mm-hmm.
0: How how do you keep it fresh how does it not become stale? How, how how do you keep music fresh?
1: Okay, Well, for me, um, it's fresh because my students are young. So, you know, so they, they, they keep me young They keep it fresh. Um, the music industry, as you know, has taken a big hit in, in the last year. In fact, the radio has taken a big hit. Um, but it's just, you've got to keep everything. It's not so much current. Sometimes don't be afraid to recycle. You know, I've got a girl um, who's 13 years old right now, who is only singing songs from the 1960s. Um, don't be afraid to recycle, okay? Because sometimes what was old is new again. You got to keep it fun, you got to keep it funky, you got to open up your mind. Um, I, when I first heard Billie Eilish, I didn't get her. I didn't, I, I, it just, it wasn't resonating with me. And then I went back to my youth and I thought about Cindy Loper. And I went, okay, that's what she is, Hey. Eh? And I was like, well, Joan, you loved Cindy. Is it crazy as she was? And so, yeah, just having an open mind and, re- and remembering that it's it's about the students. It's about their lessons and their wants, eh? And it's not about me, you know, like, like maybe I, and. and it's not that I, I've never been cool, okay, and that's for sure. Like I, you know, I think you're pretty cool, Joan. Well, well I know, like, I, I, come on, I, 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 yeah, I am.
0: L <laughs> seven, um, is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, and just b- being open and and um, just fighting the fighting the elements. Um, I like to give my, my students lots of shows, uh, again, we haven't been able to do that because of COVID, so it was like, okay, well, we'll do it back here. So what I did, and I'm just going to turn, so there's my, like, my, there's my, my curtains and that, and that's all over the house. So I just said, you know what, seeing as our, our lives have become hold for right now, let's make this a studio. And okay, so we will give them something funny. So, you know, we, we renovated the house, we put music that, like there's just music notes everywhere. Like they're they're on the ceiling. They're on my ceiling fans. They're everywhere. So when they walk in, they was like, okay, so this is your stage for now. Okay? And you know, um, you know, went out and got some like really good recording equipment and you know, started that. And so just give, just give them something to do and, and never being afraid to try things and, and to listen and, and watch videos and tutorials. But mostly, yeah, I listen to my kids. So when they walk in and they want to sing Billie Eilish and the other thing was all of a sudden the kids were walking in and going, Can I sing some songs from Hamilton? And like, you're six. How do you even know that show? Oh well, they're all listening to it on TikTok and and, and uh, on Instagram, and I'd like to. I was like, okay, let's do it. So it's just kind of like um, you know, instead of doing you know stuff that's always like you know very regimented and like you gotta sing songs and the, and the syllabus says this. It's like no, let them come in, let them dictate how their lessons. Like they've had so much upheaval. And and so many we, they've had adults telling them what to do for the last year and not what not to do. So when they come in here, it's like, how do you want your lesson to go? Okay, do you want to do you want to do some percussion today? Do you want to work on the cahoon? Do you want to work on a tambourine? Do you want do you want to write a song? And everybody, all oh, they love writing their own music. Do you want to you want to just hammer out some stuff on uh, on the keyboard? Do you want to sing? Okay. Do you want and you give them back that permission so that they they they're so they're in control of of their of their musical journey and um like i like i see their faces when they walk in here like they're happy and i their parents have called me during when during especially during the very first shutdown it's like listen they gotta come see you because they're going crazy and they just they need their joan fix so it's like okay then bring them over and sometimes i just i just sometimes i'll just sit here with the kids and we'll we'll watch like a like, um, like a video of wicked um, uh, or you know or hairspray and, and you know when, when when it was okay like I go over and sit at their house and we'll watch musicals together. it's just that's how you keep it current like you Joan. Yeah, there you go
0: following right along with your music theme here it's like you're singing the most beautiful song and you're hitting all the notes everything you said earlier in our interview you're just following up on that so what i heard from that and it was beautiful by the way thank you for sharing it with the audience was that you keep it fresh by letting those you teach be in control of where it goes, but also being there to, in the event that they don't know what to do, being able to say, why don't we do this? And it's yep. this really wonderful blend of, you know, you're, you're the one singing the song and, it, oh God, okay, it was great. But there's still so much more to go. Mm-hmm. So I wanna move into movement then, okay? Um, when it comes to movement, explain to my audience, our, you know, who are listening or watching right now, what do you mean movement? Why is movement so important?
1: Well, it it's it's dance. Um we're gonna take it back to the singing to get into the movement.
0: This, this is your and, episode. Okay.
1: So when a uh when a dancer dances, she doesn't and I'm going okay, or she or he, they don't dance just with their feet, okay? They dance with their ears, they dance with their heart obviously, but they dance with their face, okay? How many times have you been at the Sanderson Center watching um, a dance recital? Do you actually watch what they're doing with their feet? No, you don't. You're watching what they're doing with their hands. Okay. You're watching, you're watching the acting. You're watching the, and mostly you're watching this, okay. It's the eyes, okay. Same thing happens with a singer. Okay. You can be a singing head and you know, sing and just sing, or you can be a performer and that's where that's why movement is so important so it's not just about movement isn't just about dance and it's not just about exercise and getting mobile it's having movement in everything that you're doing and you have to that you sometimes you just have to be your own song I'm I'm a. am I'm, I'm a huge uh proponent so not proponent yeah yeah proponent of um of moving okay you you got to get up you got to get up we are human beings were, were put on this earth, not to sit on a couch. We are nomadic by nature. Eh? We want to move. What, what does a baby do? Eh? A baby it's, it wants to move and then it rolls over okay? and then it starts creeping and then it starts crawling and then it stands up and then it starts walking. That's we're meant to move. That's what human beings are supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be moving. You know we've become very sedentary, um, and and very and of course, you know, with what's going on, you know, kind of cemented and you know stuck on social media, but we are meant to move. But all of the cultures around the world, we know this from the International Village Festival. When you go to the International Villages Festival, what is the entertainment? Hey, okay. dancing,
0: dancing, singing, movement, it's
1: dancing, <clears> hey, <throat> okay. so and. All of the cultures, hey! Right? it doesn't matter where you go, whether you're going to East Asia, you're going to Asia, you're going to Africa, you're going to Australia, you're going to England. It's dancing and it's moving. Hey, we are meant to do that. It's not, it shouldn't be something that is foreign. But anyway, so um, because I am uh, like, singing comes really easy to me. It is, it's my talent it's my gift. It it was given to me. It's a, it's a hereditary thing. I, I, I do it well. Dancing is my passion. And it takes, um, I have to work at it. Um, I'm a much better dancer than I was five years ago, but five years ago, I was a much better dancer than I was 15 years prior to that. Um, dancing is something that is constantly evolving and constantly creating and you're constantly getting better at it. Whereas singing, you find your voice at a certain time and maybe you sing songs better, but your voice, once it's developed and it's, it's there, like you, you either have a great voice or, or you don't. Um, you can certainly sing songs better. But movement is, it's just so important. And I, I love to dance. I discovered Zumba thanks to uh, Brian and Kelly Sloat from Art and Motion Dance Studio, uh, which I will always be grateful for, um, and I will forever applaud and um, support uh, both Brian and Kelly Sloat for um, offering me that uh, opportunity to come and try out um, three Zumba classes and um, here we are, you know, ten years later, and again, I knew from my very first Zumba class. Okay, so it was a Tuesday morning, and Kelly had, uh, you know, w- uh, welcomed me in. I knew the day that I was doing Zumba that I would be teaching it. I knew it. I was like, oh yeah, I'll be teaching this soon, and sure enough, um, yeah, I started, and I started at the Art and Motion D- Dance Studio, but I had I had danced my entire life, and uh, movement on the islands is what Zumba is all about, but. I um, I encourage anyone to it's, and again it's not just about dance to get on get on your bicycle, get on your canoe, you know uh, walk and you know it's like you go out there. you know what? It's free. Hey it's you know and I'm not saying anything about gym memberships but if you if you if you don't have the if you don't have the, the cash or you don't have the, the the way worth all to you know afford a gym membership, just go walking on the trails you said it yourself yeah it's, Joan. it's free
0: we were made yes. to move we are so if we were to move on to the final m <laughs> if we were to move on to the final m we've got music we've got movement and then we've got motivation and anybody i think who's listening or watching this far into the interview, I mean, they must feel motivated. How could you, how could you not be hearing what you're saying and not feel motivated? I wanna get up and move right now. I wanna get up and sing. Um, talk to me about motivation. Why is it in you? Why do you feel so strongly about wanting to motivate others?
1: I think a lot of that comes from my, my sister, Anne. Um, my sister, um, unfortunately, in uh, 1952 when she was two years old was stricken with the polio virus and um, and uh, as a result of it um, it caused paralysis from the waist down Um, she has been disabled her entire life and she has worked since she was 16 she uh, traveled the world for the department of external affairs and was a diplomatic attache for the canadian embassy and um she's I, I, she had to move even though her legs did not work. She was like, I'm going to make sure that I move, but that's where my motivation comes from. It comes from her. Um, I didn't meet her until she was 16 years old because uh, there's quite an age difference between uh, both my brother, John and Anne, and then Bob and I, but, um, but she's just, she is my motivation and When I was going through my physical and um, and mental uh, change, she was the the biggest support um, and still is and always will be uh, right behind me. And um, I just I watch what she has done with her life. Um, You know, again, she's traveled the world. She's owned two homes. She owns a business here in Brantford, Boomer's Pet Treats, which is Basically, just a yeah, it's a retirement um, kitty fund, but I like she has just been such a an amazing person to uh, to emulate, and um, she said to me once um, she said, "You are my legs." She said, "I have you know like you know I can't I can't travel physically travel this route with you, but I have and she said, but I have traveled every step with you." and um and, and I, I put that in my book uh, welcome my way back to me um it's just that she's been she i like i watched that my my parents um uh you when know, my dad was uh you know my dad was in the, the war uh my mom was a nurse my, my dad was a sailor um my dad came out of the uh the navy and joined the police force and he was an english bobby unfortunately um their daughter was stricken with polio and um the best um, medicine and the best um, rehabilitation was over here. So, you know, they packed up everything and, and came to Canada. My dad had $12 in his wallet when he when he landed. And, um, you know, they d- moved to Hamilton very briefly, and then moved to Brantford, lived on Mohawk Street, then moved on Park Ave. And, and uh, 60 years ago, moved uh, into this house where I am. And uh, my brother, Bob, was just, a, you know, by, John and I were uh, alive and then Bob was born here. And so was I. So, yeah, so that's my, I, it's a, it's a family thing, you know, and, and Minnery is, is an M as well. But that's where uh, we have such a strong conviction and a, st- a strong drive for community. Uh, my dad was the, he's on the books as one of the five founding members of the CCF party here in Brantford. Uh, we went through all of that craziness in the 60s, um, you know, with the Molotov cocktails being thrown through the front window. And uh, my dad had some stories. Um, and again, you know, and the marching and the, you know, the stuff that went on in order to get, uh, you know, all of that um, to where it is today. But that's where my motivation comes from. And, um, you know, I, I've always, I, I do, I go to the beat of my own drum and always have. I like being the leader. It's not that I like being in control. I like being the leader. Um, and I said, I, I think that comes back, you know, right from the very start of this interview. I, I wanted to be a doctor. Um, I, I wanted to heal people. And um, so, but I found that my calling, my healing was going to come through a different avenue, which was going to be through music. And, and that's where, that's where it is. So, you know, there are many
0: get... Yeah. Many ways to heal people, Joan. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that story.
1: Well, you're welcome yeah.
0: with us. And for <laughs> we're gonna move right into the theme. You even touched upon it. And I mean okay. when I thought to myself, like every week on the show, I am interview these incredible people. And I always have to come up with something that I think, when I think about them, what do I think about? And, and what's something that maybe I could ask them that they could share with my audience that they might be able to take and use in their life and their job and their, in their, you know, day to day. And for Joan Minnery, and I know I said it before, you know, I think Joan, I think music, I think events, I think whatever, but I also think this, and it's simple. You said it yourself, uh, you march to the beat of your own drum. You are a force to be reckoned with. Where does that come from? In your own words, what does that mean? What does it mean to march to the beat of your own drum?
1: Um, it comes from me being told that uh, I w- will not succeed at things, and i was like, watch me, okay? Yeah. And it's, it's funny, sometimes you're, and, and, and I know that you will, um, I know you will relate to this, Josh sometimes our worst critics are the ones that hold us up the highest because it's you know what you are you you're trying to beat me down so much that i am going to turn this around and i'm going to show you i'm going to show you that i will do this i will be successful and you know and the bricks that you are throwing at me i'm going to use those as the stepping stones to my next venture so you powerful it's like you rehearsed yeah. this Joan. no 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 it's just like, like, just, yeah, <clears throat> it's like you want to throw bricks at me you go right ahead but i'm gonna i i'm gonna catch them and i'm putting them down and i'm walking on them to my next musical or my my next uh, motivational gig or you know my next event you know but and it's like and yeah people you know in the back i'm short okay i'm very very short um been overweight most of my life. I've had you know I've shrunk I've I'm big and shrunk and that. And so you, you you deal with that. And I'm a woman. Okay. And I'm a blonde woman. And you have all of that that society says should be um, the reason that you know that's that they're plus they're pluses and a lot of the times they're not. Um you know, I, I I'm not I, I'm not a six foot you know man in a suit. You know, I am I'm a little tiny blonde woman. I, you know walking into a place and I, I I I have a lot of people who say when they meet me they're really surprised at how tiny I am. Say so he's like you are such a force to be reckoned with that we just thought you were this you know you know this Amazon woman. And I was like larger oh. than life. Yeah, it says larger than life. But it's like, yeah, you're you're not gonna beat me down. And um, I I've had I've been very very fortunate. I had a great and have you know mom and dad have passed, but I I had a great family. Um, and like they were just so supportive, right from the word go. And when I wanted to do Elvis fast, you know mom and dad, my uncle Joe, it was a, a all three of them are gone. I said, listen. You go do it. You do whatever you need to do. We will help you. We'll help you out physically, financially, spiritually. And I was like, okay, well, you know, what you know, BJ's only six, and it's like, no, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of him. You go do what you gotta do, you know. But, but we'll be part of it, you know. So when I've got seventy-five Elvises in the backyard and my dad's on the barbecue flipping hamburgers, you know, and it was going, wow, this is kind of neat. It's like, yeah so it's uh I, I've been blessed I've been very blessed with that um, I I've been really lucky uh, with people in the community you know uh, rallying behind me and i always supportive um, Doug hunt I I can't say enough fantastic words about him uh, right from the get-go been Chris Friel um, for sure been a, a huge supporter of mine uh, Dave Levac um, you know you know, Big, 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 big hugs, but um, there's just it's that like you like I I want to give back because there's been so many people who've given back to me. Um, I won't say what what he did, but uh, Mayor Mayor Hancock once um, handed me a gift that I will never ever forget, and I will cherish till my again getting 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 all uh, steamy eyed here. But it's that type of support and that type of love that, you know, when you feel it, you want to give back to your community. And, and I just been lucky. I've been, I've been really lucky. I've been, uh, I've had some great friends and, and, um, at wonderful students and, and a lot of help from parents of students who, um, who, uh, you know, I just I, and I think my students, they see that they believe, they believe me. They believe that, you know, that when I show up at their events and I show up at their, at their weddings, that I'm their friend. And, uh, and I, I think that, um, I think that comes out in my performances and, uh, and it certainly comes out in my kids. So let me tell you this,
0: Joan, you are an inspiration and it's simple to me when you're somebody like you, who does march to the beat of their own drum, but in such a positive manner, motivating and inspiring people as you go, people want to rally behind that. People want to support that. And I think that the fact that you were so adamant about you wouldn't be able to do it without that support leads credence to that. Because to me myself, you know, where I have gotten to where I am today, yeah i'm ambitious yeah i'm full of energy yeah i'm positive and yeah i'm willing to put in the hard work but for what i wouldn't be able to be where i am today if it wasn't for the incredible individuals i surround myself with every single day and uh i like to think that i march to the beat of my own drum too oh
1: you most assuredly do
0: (laughs) and it's because it's because of people like you because when i did meet you all those years ago you were just something else just watching you direct and watching you run that show and just when you weren't around the way that people spoke about you is you were just like you said, in your own words, just so big and so larger than life. Um, I think that this is a really great way to move in, especially because you said it yourself, that giving back to your community has been a fundamental part of your growth and where you are today. Every week on my show, I like to ask my guests to give a shout out. To a community organization or an initiative or something that they are a part of. And uh, I was gonna ask you, uh, you know, who do you wanna shine the light on today?
1: 100% crossing all bridges. Hey, okay. I am uh, very honored to be, uh, when COVID isn't happening, um, the musical director uh, for their musical theater program. Um, a lot of the individuals that attend Crossing All Bridges, I have either uh, taught line dancing or Zumba or done plays with, and and a lot of the individuals uh, come out to our shows. I, I've known a lot of them since they were young, um, and have worked with them through uh, community living or through W. Ross or through Lansdowne, and I'm very proud that they're my friends, and uh, I would do anything and have and will again for crossing all bridges so that's my shout out 100% in particular to Barbie Nelson okay we really miss you crossing
0: all bridges is an absolutely amazing organization here in our community. And, you know, especially now with COVID and the way that things are, I mean, these organizations do need our support. So even if you don't have the ability to make like a financial donation, there are still plenty of ways uh, just to support these groups, uh, sharing stuff on social media, taking part in their events, volunteering your time if it's available. And I guess if they wanted to, they could reach out through you.
1: Oh, 100%. You can reach out through me. I can put you uh, in contact with, uh, The executive director and any of the the program directors um crossing all bridges um is a well they call it a school it's it's kind of it's like um it's like fame to be honest so they, they they go in and they do they do all these fantastic things all day and it's in a school setting. So they, they'll do cooking, they'll do uh, plays, they'll do singing, they'll do exercise, they'll do crafts and they actually they do school for- well, No wonder
0: you're involved.
1: <laughs> yes, so yeah, and um, I was very lucky um, mm-hmm. uh, for in 2019 and uh, we did the, the musical Grease with them. And um, yeah, and, and we were going to do um, a show in 2020. We we're actually doing Wizard of Oz. Uh, but we'll probably do that in uh, maybe 2022 when things uh, get better. But yeah, I am um, Crossing All Bridges, a fantastic organization. Uh, they've taken over uh, the former, uh, gosh, I forget, can't forget the name of the school. I think it was Christ the King. Um, no, it's not Christ the King. What school? Do you, do you remember what school they took? I have no idea.
0: I know exactly what you're talking I, about, I, too. I, I knew I you know were going to ask. It's
1: it's the, the Catholic school that was attached to St. John's. But anyway, so that's where it is. And um, yeah, it's uh, the school right behind Crossing all it. bridges. It's now called Ca- Crossing All Bridges. And, um, and uh, that's where it is. Um, yeah, so we're... Thank for you. Your, uh, Thank you
0: for that shout out, Joan. That leads us to the end of the episode. And at the end of every episode i always want to ask my guests if anybody who's watching or listening you know i'm sure they've fallen in love with joan Minery, and maybe they want to be a part of your story and and go where you are and be a part of that adventure where do they go how do they follow you online how do they get in touch tell us everything hey,
1: well, yeah the easiest thing to do i could give you all sorts of websites and all social, uh, social media handles just go to my website it's really easy joanminery.com, joan j-o-a-n M-I-N-N-E-R-Y dot com and all of the links for my dance lessons, my music lessons, my motivational shows, all about me, all about the band, all about my students, you can find on that website. It's a very detailed website, but instead of giving you all sorts of stuff, I am. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and all of that. But again, those links you will find all on my website, joeminery.com. You don't even need to do www anymore. They've taken that out. Okay, it's just joeminery.com.
0: Joan, thank you so much for coming on the show, for sharing your story, for answering all of my crazy questions. I meant what I said. You are just such an incredible human being who does so much for this community, for everybody you surround yourself with. And uh, I said it before, and I'll say it again, because it bears repeating. People want to support people like you because you're incredible. And uh, they know that by supporting you, they're supporting so many other people. And thank you so much for letting me be a part of it, for coming onto my show, for sharing your stories. This has been absolutely incredible.
1: Well, in the words of the man himself, thank you. Thank you very much.
0: We have a great group of guests lined up for future episodes. You've been watching Off the Wall. I'm your host, Joshua Wall, and we'll see you next week.